Welcome to Six Pack Discussions, where Cody and Jared take on the biggest, most talked about headlines with logic, passion, and a six pack of beer. If you're listening, we challenge you to take an unbiased view of the world, because we know these conversations are complicated. So sit down, crack a beer, and welcome a new perspective. Okay, coming in with new episode, guys, Six Pack Discussions. Uh, Jared, what are we talking about today? Yeah, today we're going to be talking about screen time, man. And uh, maybe it's either good or bad effects that it has on kids, adults alike. Yeah, I, I did a lot of research on children. Um, I don't know about you. Did you kind of look at both sides? It was predominantly kids, but okay. of course there are second and third order effects. You know, 100%. habits are made early, right? Yeah, I put this one on. Actually, you know what? Let's do a quick shout out on yep. the beer. Um, I actually picked this one up today. Uh, it was the very first six pack that I actually saw. Like it was just the one that my eyes looked right at. And I was like, I'm going for this. It was a gut feeling. Two-Hearted Ale uh, from Bell's Brewery. Uh, we'll give it a little bit of a rating and also describe the can and uh, how it tastes here in about 20 minutes. So I put this on the list um, a while back. I don't know if you noticed this one. And it was mainly around, um, I don't know if you remember this in the news, but China has recently forbidden under 18-year-olds from playing video games for more than three hours a week. Did you see that? I did. That okay. was a few months ago, right? Exactly. Yeah, I threw it on the list when I heard about that, and they pretty much said, hey, guys, um, we don't want young kids, mainly main boys, I guess, or young boys, I think that's the main folks that are using video games, absurd, like three hours a day. And so they said, nope, guys, uh, we're pulling the plug on this thing. You guys get a, a restricted uh, video game hours. We don't want you, uh, we think it's bad. We think it's an addiction that is going to ruin our country. So kind of an interesting um, play for China. And in America, of course, I think most parents uh, are, are kind of looking at screen time and saying, is this good or bad for my kids? I think it's, you know, common conversation at the very least. Like, should I allow my kids to have a phone at a certain age? You know what's crazy, though, man, is I, I don't know. This, this sounds so dumb, but I'm going to tell myself here. In my head, I was like, oh, screen time. Clearly just phones. Mm -mm. No. I mean, heck, we got TVs, of course, in every bedroom. We have laptops, especially with the the increase in hyper, I'm sorry, not hyper, uh, increase in remote work, remote school, yeah. cell phones, watches, cars have screens in them now. iPads. iPads, tablets. I mean, my gosh, screens are everywhere. Heck, there are refrigerators now with screens. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Refrigerators. Heck, no, no, no. I, I, I can one up this. There are gas stations with oh, screens man. in them. Yeah, with the plain TV. Yes. Plain TV at the pump. Screens are everywhere. Hundred percent, um, and so you know you're not going to affect the gas station. You're not going to affect Starbucks or whoever has screens. But what you can affect is where your kids yep. are getting access to screens, and that's the main ones, right? Your TVs, your tablets, phones. I think those are the main three. I think yeah. if you think about it, I, I'd say probably just given the portability, I would almost reorder it to, to oh, put yeah. phones. Yeah, yeah, phones and tablets are probably highest for kids because I think most kids nowadays consume almost all the content on smaller devices, yeah. TVs are more of like a family device. Well, you know what's interesting is TVs has kind of uh, been somewhat subdued, if you will, as far as you know, level of importance and level of detriment, if you will. Not because of content necessarily, but surely because of the screen uh, placement, if you will. Oh, yeah. So it's like, you know, 15 feet away, 10 feet away, as opposed to 10, 15 inches away. Oh, yeah, and it was weird because yeah, we grew up in an era we're not even that old, guys. I'm, no, we're both 30, 30 years old. But we grew up in an era. I don't know if your parents ever remember telling you this when you were little. Hey, don't, don't sit too close. Don't be sitting too close to that TV. And meanwhile, you got kids nowadays. This thing's within a foot of the oh, face yeah. at all oh, times. Yeah. At all times. So, I don't know if you saw this. 
how many uh, how many hours a day are kids under eight looking at uh, a, a screen such as a tablet or a phone under eight? I'm gonna go with two and a half hours. Ooh, 2.25. You are on the knot or on the on the dot. Um, yeah, 2.25 hours a day. Uh, kids under the age of eight. Now, what about kids between the age of eight and 18? Ooh, I got to kick it up at least one. I'll, I'll go since it was 2.2, you said. Mm-hmm. I got to go 3.2 then. Way more. Whoa. We're looking at almost triple. We're going at seven and a half hours a day. Now, whenever you say screen time, is that laptop? Is that phone? Mm-hmm. Inter- it says entertainment media per day. Now, that's weird because entertainment doesn't seem like learning. Yeah. That seems like video games. That seems like TV. That seems like maybe doing social media. Oh, my gosh. That's Seven and a half hours a day. That's a full work day. Do you know all the stuff you could do, learn, accomplish in seven hours a day, 50, I'm sorry, 49 hours a week? This is exactly what China said. They said, hey, we need more education now in, you know, the kids' hands instead of playing video games. Hmm. That was actually their argument. They're like, hey, you, you can look at a screen. All day long, if you're learning about something, if you're communicating with your peers, things like that, but you're not going to be just scrolling through TikTok or whatnot, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Man, that's, a, that's absurd, seven hours a day. That hurts me to hear. Um, I didn't come across that one. Yeah, so you know what's really interesting? So yes, of course, what we're talking about is the, is the screen time, is the actual yeah. subject, right? But you know what's wild to me is communication. Uh, of screen. So what I want to say is, you know, oftentimes what you'll see, heck, unfortunately guys, I don't know if it's at your office, but all too often I'm seeing, despite us all being in the office, just because no one wants to leave their desk, let's just create a GoToMeeting or a Zoom or a Microsoft Teams, right? Yeah. What is up with that? I've noticed that too. It's annoying. Despite every single attendee being physically there, uh, everyone just stays in their office, stays at their desk. Yeah. But anyways, um, but you know what's really interesting is what they're seeing in these kids as far as the development and from a communication style and shit like that. Now, granted, we're only talking, you know, two years here, so a limited data set, but rather intriguing. Because, you know, they were going to school for those two years remotely, whenever you miss that eye contact, you know, looking into a, a microphone, I'm sorry, looking into a camera with an associated microphone, that's not true human to human contact. This is not how we are bred. This is not how we There's survive. lag time. Yeah. It's really interesting because you're looking at a screen, so you really can't get an accurate depiction of the emotions conveyed in the body language, et cetera. So it's really limiting their social development skills. This is very disheartening for me and my wife. We have a, a you know, you know, of course, Lillian, she's young and when we didn't have to do any type of remote schooling or anything like that, which we were fortunate not have to do because she was younger. Um, but we were actually thinking that there might be any type of, uh, I guess this is very common for kids that were going to school. They've all pretty much pushed back their language and reading skills because people were wearing masks and they weren't able to, I guess a lot of speech is actually based on mouth That's movement. movement. Yeah. Exactly. Ba- looking at somebody. Mimicry. And, yeah. Exactly. And looking and saying, Oh, wow, that person's tongue just touched the front of their teeth. Oh, that's what a th sound is. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that's how you made that. Now I know how to use that sound. When I'm a three or four year old learning speech, that's very important. This is something. Oh, go ahead. Uh, another thing, so the speech thing, but also dealing with emotions. So, mm. you, know, you know what's so weird? You know, I don't know if you've ever done this or you and Anna, your wife, have ever done this, but. You know, maybe it's just been one of those days. You got your butt kicked at work. You know, something didn't fall your way. Maybe you guys are having a disagreement or whatever. But, you know, just going out for a walk. Yeah. You know, maybe 
you know, I, I know you guys like to go to the park a lot. Yeah. How much better you feel after a nice little refreshing 10, 15 minute walk, just getting out in nature. Yeah. But what's interesting whenever that screen time, because your, your, what is it? Your prefrontal cortex or your prefrontal lobe and your central cortex, ah, dude, don't get me talking about the brain, but basically your, your different brain parts are almost competing with one another for that instant that instant gratification, that instant dopamine hit, oh, where I, you get that from saying. screens versus saying, hey, no, the, the logical, the, the rational person who I am as a human, I want to go outside, I want to get fresh air, and I just want to decompress. Yep. To where they're just constantly competing. So it actually creates, not only you're more grumpy, but now you're actually more tired because the different parts of your brain are now conflicted. This is, I thought that was wild. I, I was blown away. So I know now I know what you're trying to say, and I love that wow, you... Wow, clearly got, did a horrible job communicating that then. <laughs> no, I know exactly what you're saying, though. I was kind of confused in the beginning when you are talking about the two of brain parts, but it's true. The fight Frontal or, lobe? The frontal lobe is competing. That's really kind of your... Uh, uh, That's your rational thought, isn't it? Rational thought, and a lot of your complex thinking occurs there. Yep. And so what I found out is, is that using screens, especially at early development ages of kids... What it does is it creates a fight or flight type of um, uh, uh, I don't know, type of advancement or type of emotion okay. in your brain. So in your kind of your alligator brain, which is meant to help you with uh, uh, stress situations, releases stress hormones to make you essentially want to run away or want to fight. And then what happens is, is you get rewarded very quickly, though, with usually your phone. So think of likes on Instagram. Think of playing a game. Usually when you're stressed out, and then all of a sudden, because it's such a fast-paced environment where you Instagram. post something and you get a like right away, or you um, are playing a game where you're having to try to struggle through something, and then you get... Uh, a, a, a banner or an award yeah. or coins Some or whatever. Fake it is. award. That exactly. Thing. And all of a sudden you get a little dopamine hit. What happens is, is you're getting that dopamine too fast. The real world never allows for uh, gratification that fast. Mm -hmm. When I say the real world, I mean, you know, the environment. Human, human interaction. Exactly, right? It doesn't allow for fight or flight, and then all of a sudden I'm happy. And so your, your dopamine reaction doesn't, your neurotransmitters get kind of worn out because they're, they're, they're getting used too often, almost. And so now, this is the craziest part when I was learning about this, depression and anxiety, yep. you started seeing that, yep. is increasing in young children where it's never existed before. Young children are supposed to be the happiest in life. They have no stressors. Exactly. <laughs> well, stressors are devices now. Devices are causing unnecessary stress because of... Uh, you know, a game that you're losing at, or, or I'm not getting as many likes on Instagram or whatever it may be. So, you know, what's interesting. So that, that I love that you were doing the same study on that because I was like freaking out a little bit about it. I know. So what was so cool is, uh, I'm sorry, horrible word choice there. What was so intriguing. And I, I really got down this rabbit hole because, because of that unnatural instant gratification, that unnatural repetitive dopamine hit yep. that, you know, social media, screen time, et cetera, can give you, it almost becomes addictive. Yes. So because of that, obviously that really promotes unhealthy eating habits, really promotes unhealthy exercise habits. So therefore then naturally the, you're going to get obese. Once you're obese, then you really don't want to go outside. You really don't want human interaction. You're just going to overindulge in the food. You're going to overindulge in the yeah, screen negative. time. So it's just this vortex that you can't get out of based off of the early habits that you displayed. Oh my gosh. So here's the actual yeah. studies that were kind of, and, and maybe this has better language here because me and Jared are, are clearly not educated enough to talk about the brain. Um, so what the study stated, and this is founded in um, 
PubMed uh, Central. <sighs> this has been um, peer-reviewed multiple times, it looked like, and it's actually now being cited all across the board. Um, they stated that using of devices in development ages leads to deregulation of serotonin and dopamine neurotransmitter pathways in the developing brain, currently associated with online activity abuse or internet addiction, and akin to that found with severe substance abuse syndromes such as cocaine and other drugs. Mm. So this is the craziest thing. So when you're, when you're using screens, you release dopamine, as we were just kind of talking about there, and it negatively affects your impulse control, which you were just saying, you get an addictive quality. Mm -hmm. Study found, or, or, yep, there it is. Uh, PubMed Central shows that stream time affects the frontal cortex of the brain, which me and Jerry were trying to, of course, elaborate <laughs> on earlier. Fumble through. Yeah. <laughs> Similar to effect of many uh, addictive drugs, uh, not limited to cocaine, with you being the most common, I guess. Um, and it sets off a pleasure reward cycle, exactly what you were stating, right? That can have a negative impact not only with that point in time, but also your entire life. Because now that reward cycle will never be, <clears throat> it's kind of like ruined for a period of time, right? Until you can kind of correct it. It's not like this thing resets every night. Like it's like, hey, you're not going to get dopamine the next time you go outside and see the sun. Like that's not very exciting anymore. Where a little kid, I can't tell you how exciting, how excited Lillian is. You know, she's two years old, guys, for everybody listening, a little less than two. She can't wait to go outside, you know, go outside and play and just go in the grass and the dirt and the sun, things like that. That's exciting for a kid. You give them a phone, and we don't do this, of course, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, but I bet you if I started giving her a phone or a tablet or things like that, I don't think going outside is very exciting anymore. I think she would start finding out that playing a game on the phone is so much more rewarding, and going outside, you don't get the instant gratification. Just like I'm sure many drug users find out that uh, doing drugs is not as exciting. Well, it's almost like why you continue. <clears throat> I mean, what, what it is, it, and I'm really speaking out of my lane of expertise here, but I would almost give a, a decent analogy to the drug users you know, going through that. There's a reason why they've, they've coined terms as gateway drugs because you almost get accustomed to that same dopamine hit, that same you know, level of high, if you will, yeah. and then all of a sudden it just kind of fades. So therefore the outside, in this case, the, the regular drug, fades. And then you get a, this new, cool, shiny toy uh, phone. Wow, I can watch whatever the hell I want? Yep. Well, that's kind of cool. I can play whatever game I want instantly? Mm -hmm. That's my new drug, if you will. That's my new level up, if you will. And, and I think we, we have unfortunately seen this, and the big social media companies have kind of taken advantage of this, right? Back in the day, you know, you kind of were forced. You know, me and Jared grew up. Whatever was on TV. Did we have Netflix? Did we able to choose what we were able to watch? What are you talking about? Our childhood, our middle school and high school was literally made up of we got dropped off on the bus. I think you were two stops before me. But before you got off, I'd be like, hey, man, you want to meet at our elementary school, at our old elementary school in half an hour? Yeah. And that's what we did. Drop off our bags. And we would walk off all throughout the neighborhood. And as long as the sun was up, we'd be outside. Oh, yeah. But I'm just saying, we still knew, of course, TV shows oh, and yeah, things like yeah, that, right? Yeah. But did you have control of that? No, you no, just watched. No, we didn't. We didn't have streaming services. No. We didn't even have DVR. I don't think. No, no, right. You just watch what was on TV, and then you watch stupid commercials, and that sucked, right? And yeah. That's why we did the stuff outside because it wasn't that controllable. No. Now, all of a sudden, you got into kind of more of a streaming type of atmosphere, where kids can pick exactly what they want to watch, and now we're at the point where they can actually play and control the entire environment on their phone or their iPad, mm -hmm. I guess the experience is just becoming more and more inclusive. And now we're getting to the point where we're going to be part of the metaverse, 
right? Where you're actually inside the game. And so the idea That's there, wild. it is wild. Yeah. But you see what I'm trying to say is like, it, it's I'm going to buy some land in the metaverse. Oh, uh, don't do it, dude. Doing it. Well, you can I'm going to buy next to land. Snoop Dogg. Oh, I've heard he's like the guy. <laughs> dude, is that true? Apparently, apparently property adjacent to Snoop Dogg is a premium. <coughs> okay, man. Right. Second beer? We're going in the second beer. So like Cody said, this is a two-hearted ale. Honestly, man, sorry, Bells, but this is a very unimpressive can. This is about as boring of an orange and a fish. Why there's a fish on there? I don't know. Kind of a muted brownish orange. I don't know. This kid doesn't do it for me. I, don't, I can't believe you're able to get this on the shelf. You know, I have never heard of this brewery. Um, it's based out of Michigan, Bell's Brewery. Um, I, I actually, I don't, it's not like I, I was attracted to the can. I just had never seen a six-pack of beer with fish on it. And I was like, well, let's give this a try. I've never seen an American IPA, uh, you know, labeled as that. So I was like, you know what? Let's give this guy a try. Um, it's a seven percenter. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. It has a shelf life of six months, literally stated on the can. I've never seen that on a beer. That's oh, interesting I didn't even see to that. say that. Uh, I don't know why. It's missing its fun little Bell's Brewery story, though. Well, it's on the uh, packaging. Oh. And so I read that luckily. Uh, but you're right. There is no story on the well, can. Well, why don't you recite it for us then? <laughs> Comstock, Michigan. I thought it was, I think it's funny though, on the can here it says Puerto Rico, do not litter. There's a couple of weird things that they put on the can for whatever reason hmm. that I've never seen. It's got a rainbow trout on here. Bellsbeer.com, um, I see. Yeah. What are you thinking for a rating on this bad boy? You know, what is that? I think it's Simon Sinek that says, how you do anything is how you do everything. Yeah. How you package, kind of boring. How you brew, kind of boring. How I drink it, kind of boring. I'm going to give this a very middle of the road 2.5. So you asked for the story that I read on the side of the pat box? Yep. So you're going to like get a pull at my heartstrings. This is actually made by. Well, I'm just going to, you, you, you're making me on the spot here trying to remember it, and I remember it now. So <laughs> okay, let's hear it. So you got two guys that decided to, uh, and I'm, you know, of course, of course paraphrasing. A bit. Yeah. yeah. Two guys that decided to start brewing beer uh, in their kitchen. And they used to uh, get a 12-gallon pot or whatever it may be and brew beer. And that's where the heart of Bells came from. I guess uh, just brewing in their kitchen. They've now expanded to Michigan. But that's what the, the story is on the side. Like they said, hey, we started this in our kitchen, and now we've grown to now a brand that can be sold in Arizona. Kind of exciting. Kind of cool. That's cool. That's cool. I, I will give you that. I mean, I have most respect for people that can expand yeah. their brand. It's difficult. Heck, we're... We're having the same challenge as our podcast, figuring oh, yeah. out a way to break into new markets. Um, so I respect that. Yeah. But I got to say true. 2-5. Two 2-5. Five. Two five, I'm getting a 2-0. <laughs> wow. So you tried to guilt trip me here. I didn't say I was going to give you a good rating. I was just going to sell it to you. <laughs> Keeping it real. 2-0. Um, it, it's I forgettable. Not, as long, not only do I not like IPA, guys, um, this IPA is not that good. It's got some citrus tones in it, I think some grapefruit flavoring, um, yeah. but it's it's nothing to be excited about. No. I think that may actually be the lowest score I've ever given. And honestly, I think maybe you too. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Bell's Brewing. It's not like you guys are from Michigan or anything. Like, we don't have a problem with Michigan, but apparently we don't like your guys' beer. <laughs> you know, what if, what if people have a little bit of a taste for the type of beers that they're used to in their states oh dude i mean how even coca-cola changes their recipe throughout the world man what you're accustomed to i wonder if that's a little bit like hey i kind of got this taste now because a majority of the 
West Coast IPAs, a little bit more fruitier, a little yeah. bit more pop. Yeah. And, and and if you're in Arizona, we have a good amount of breweries. You kind of try them always out. And so you kind of acquire well, a taste. Dude, I mean, honestly, I turned 21 out in Colorado. Oh, yeah. Dude, there are more microbreweries than McDonald's. There are more microbreweries than Starbucks. I mean, you can't throw a rock without hitting a microbrewery. Okay. I think you might be exaggerating on the Starbucks one, but yeah. Go ahead and Google that one and be wrong if you want to because there's no way there's more microbreweries than Starbucks in Colorado. <clears throat> Hell, there's probably a thousand Starbucks in just Colorado. Not saying that they like coffee, but Starbucks does overproduce their locations. Okay, guys, getting back into um, screen time. So one of the things that... Um, that I actually found the National Institutes of Health or NIH, uh, they performed a study for the last couple of years, four years now, um, indicating, and, it, and what the conclusion was is that they indicated that children, that children that spent more than two hours a day on screen, so two hours a day, that would be below the average. So that means a majority of children are doing this, um, scored lower on language and thinking test. And some children with more than seven hours a day, which, guys, this is most kids over eight, <clears throat> will experience thinning of the brain's cortex, the area of the brain related to critical thinking and reasoning. Hold on. Before you actually get back on subject. I'm on subject, buddy. There are 400 established breweries in Colorado. Okay. How many locations? 400. No, how many locations? You have an established brewery. Oh, oh, yeah. 481. Ooh. That's a kick in the nuts. Like, it, that's is. Awesome. it is closer than hey, I thought it would be. I, I guess you are technically right, but anyways. Well, technically and just right. I don't know if you need to say the technically. No, technically makes me feel better. Oh. But I still give due credit by saying you're right. I just say you're technically right. And also just right. Yeah, but both are right. Okay. Technically. Both are technically right. Um, but did you hear that? Uh, you were probably researching. I'd be liar if I said I was listening. Yeah, I know. Okay. So NA, NIH, who we of course yep. know has become very accustomed to over the last two years, I've um, heard they of performed. Dr. Fauci. Yeah, they performed a study over the last four years that indicated that children who spent more than two years a day, sorry, two hours a day, two hours a day, which is below the average child. Yep. So that means a majority of children children are doing this <clears throat> on screen time activities scored lower on language and thinking test, and children that's. Uh, uh, and some children with more than seven hours a day in screen time, which is kids over eight yeah. in most cases, the average, yeah. experience thinning of the brain cortex, an area of the brain related to critical thinking and reasoning. Yeah, I, I actually, I don't know if I read that exact study, but I, re I read an article that referenced that evidently because those same statistics are running true. And what it is, is whenever you're interacting with TV or social media or games or whatever, you're not really conversing. You're not really establishing your 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 social IQ, your your EQ, almost your emotional intelligence. Yeah, you're not exercising. It's therefore, it's almost kind of a loose term here. But if you don't use it, you lose it. But that's why you actually experience the thinning of the brain because you're simply not exercising it, man. I almost think, and I, I like how you say EQ, but I also think you don't have to explain yourself. And I think explaining is one. And this is. You know, can you explain it to a fifth grader? That's how you know if you know something, mm -hmm. right? This is Albert Einstein. And I think children at a young age, everyone kind of makes fun of kids trying to explain, you know, whenever, you know, me and you, of course, with every child goes through this where you try to explain a situation to your parents and your parents make fun of you, of course, at some yeah, point because yeah. you can't get it out. Right. But the nice thing is, is that you start becoming a little bit more articulate. 
You start being able to elaborate appropriately. You start being able to have a conversation like we're having right now as you age. And I bet you, if you don't do that, if you only have conversations with your phone, playing a game. Well, that's no such thing as a conversation with your phone. Exactly. I'm exactly. just saying. Yeah, yeah, I know what you meant. If it replaces those conversations where you don't have the uh, ability to debate conversation or to uh, have um, uh, a, a conversation of the opposing ideas with a parent or trying to convince them of something like, oh, I, I really want to go to the movies with my, you know, my friends, you know, whatever it may be. The reason why you want to provide a, well, they're all going because you know that's a movie that's only going to be out for a certain period of time, or hey, I've already saved up fifteen dollars. You now have the ability to uh, rationally provide reasoning. You don't get that ability with a phone. Well, well, you know what's really funny is so I, I love that you're kind of putting the putting on the kids there. I want to give a little different spin. Ooh, all valid points. Yeah, but also almost the childhood development because you're again you're not getting that argumentative, not, that's not the right word I'm looking for, but almost that, that's sale, if you will. That's, sale. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what it is, right? Let's call yeah. it what it is. So really what's interesting, and let's say Lillian, for example, prime example, she's almost two. Yeah. And she is just now learning how to play with your, your friend's daughter. And maybe they're not playing, they're, they're little kids. They don't yes. know how to really share. Yeah. And let's say your friend's daughter takes Lillian's toy. Yeah. Rather than kind of be trying to articulate to Lillian and try to maybe say how you could share, you just put your phone in front of her. Here, watch this video and distract her. She never really understands, okay, this is how I negotiate. This is how I share in real life. This is how I understand I don't always get what I want. So that level of, of detail, level of you know, thought or you know, practice. Really Working out problems. Exactly. So you're just kind of subduing it rather than actually learning how to cope with the, what's the, uh, the um not adversarial, uh, adversity that life throws at you. Yeah, and, and guys, life is hard, right? Luckily for us here in America, and, and me and Jared specifically, we, you know, life is not as hard as it could be. Hell no. Right? We are no, not, we know exactly where our next meal, we know our roof over our head, we have nice Africa. air conditioning. We're not in yeah. the middle of the West Andes. We're, yeah, not we're, getting, into, we're getting into African territory here in about a month here in Arizona. It's going to be hot, weather-wise. <laughs> You're right. It is going to be very hot. 100 plus degrees, guys. Um, but it's funny, so a little aside here, because you mentioned the, uh, the kids, right? The whole sharing situation. Growing up, and maybe you can agree with this or not agree, but growing up, I think my mom and my dad were trying to, especially with brothers, and you could probably say with any friends or cousins and things like that, whenever you had an item and one of your siblings or a friend wanted it, normally your parents would say, hey, you should share, right? And you should give that item to that friend or something. Is, would you agree there? I know as an only child, that's a, that's a new thing for you, of course, but... You know what's actually really funny? A little side note. I will answer your question. Okay. And I want to get to why I think this matters. I, I get it. So please keep that in your mind, but okay. I just want to give a little quick little 30-second telling of me a story. So uh, one of my buddies in college, he grew up with a brother. Just It was just the two of them. We're at a restaurant, and it's just me and him. And I can't remember what appetizer it was, but it was this fantastic, well, let's call it a mozzarella steak, whatever it was. Yeah. And uh, anyways, all of a sudden, I, I'm curious to see if you've heard that because he like made me feel like I was this tall and just like a dumbass for for not knowing this phrase. And I'm curious with two brothers, I'm curious if you actually ever use this being the oldest. So it's just the, him and I at dinner and there's one mozzarella stick left. And he goes, I split, you choose. Mm. I, I didn't know what the hell he said. It was like a different language. Like, what do you mean? I split, you choose. Yeah. 
he goes, oh, shoot, you didn't grow up with a brother. You have no idea what it's like to share. Yeah, you, they break it. And exactly. They and then so whoever breaks it, they get to choose the, the breakers. Yeah, yeah, so it was kind of interesting. So I'll tell It myself. creates fairness a little so bit. So honestly, so obviously, as, as you already said, I'm an only child. So I was probably underdeveloped in the whole sharing thing because I never really learned how to. But you've to, heard of that. But I had friends. I mean, I've, yeah. I've known this guy sitting across from me for the last 20 years. Yeah, but I don't think we ever had items where we, hey, make me that beer, okay? Oh, I would share. never share beer. Uh, but, but, but imagine your mother saying, hey, Jared, you need to share with Cody, mm-hmm. right? Th- that situation is very common. Right. Um, most parents strive to allow their children to better share. Right. Well, I guess that's kind of caused a problem with millennial generation. Because we are the very first generation that really had our parents forcing it down our throat. Because That's we, why we want to give away all our taxes. We have been... That is maybe... I didn't go that deep. Oh, sorry. But what, I've, what we're finding out, and what we're, we're going to try to do actually with Lillian and our daughter, is, is, hey, if somebody has something, they can share it if they'd like to, but we don't want to force sharing because that essentially means that that person deserves it, hmm. even if it's their item. And unfortunately, we've kind of created this whole, whole group of people nowadays... Guys, this is a total aside here. I'll say, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to... Total aside, because okay. you mentioned the whole sharing thing. <clears throat> but the whole idea is, is that we created a whole group of people now that think just because you have something, it belongs also to me. Right? Because parents used to say, well, no, just because that's her Barbie and you came over here to visit them, well, now they have to share it. No, and, and it's kind of a weird thing. It's a very odd concept. Man, it is. I'm trying to think through that because I was just at a uh, three-year-old's birthday this past weekend. Yeah. And you want kids to play nice And stuff. honestly, I would be a liar if I said, you know, he had his little friends and yeah. this was his brand new toy and his friends wanted to play with him. I was like, oh, you know, learn to play with them, learn to share with them. Exactly. Because we've been created to essentially say, hey, you should share with other people. And, and what happened is, is that now we have a whole generation, us, our generation, our group, that essentially thinks, well, hey, even if I don't deserve something, if it's not mine, I still deserve it. It's still, I should still have the ability to have access hmm. to it. So I know that's kind of a weird I thing. I want to think on that one a little bit. I don't know where I stand. It, yeah. It's a thought-provoking point that you made. I know. Me and well, Anna, we're gonna have we to... actually went back and forth on it because we kind of have different opinions on it a little bit. But we do semi-agree that sharing just for the sake of sharing should not be the only reason why you share. Sharing, if you both want to, is good. But anyways, back to screens. <sighs> yeah, I got, I got to pause on that one, man. That, I know. That's, that's interesting. I, I got to figure out where I stand. So let's give another real-life example here. Yeah. So um, huh. <clears throat> I'm going to tell on myself here a little bit, guys. Um, good. I like when you do this. I know. Tell myself a little bit. Um, my wife is much better and I don't know about any of the guys listening right now, and maybe you guys can concur on this, or maybe you're this person. You're, if you have children, my wife is much better to make sure that we don't use phones around our child. Oh, good for her. Right? So she is just really on top of it. She does not use her phone around Lillian, you know, if possible. Of course, there's, yeah, you know, there's phone calls, calls text, text messages, yeah. things like that. But we're not using you know, social media. We're not trying to just, you know, hey, go play over there and do that kind of stuff. Now, you know, of course, there's no food, no, no phones at the dinner table and things like that. But I catch myself, and of course, she catches myself, me, often, where we may be doing an activity, and I'll grab my phone, and I'll start looking through emails, mm. which, you know, work, you know, is still something that you need to do. But there is plenty of time while she's napping, while Anna's maybe doing something with her, where I can use that time more wisely. And so, personally, I do find it very challenging. I can see why adults do unfortunately use their own phones. And so if they're using a phone, 
it creates a practice of letting a child possibly use it. Mm. Because if I'm doing it, why wouldn't a child want to do it? They want to copy everything their parents do. Yeah. You know? Was- no, and it's actually really interesting. So I, I read a, uh, a very similar, similar study, it sounds like, to where they were cautioning parents, saying, hey, you know, kind of almost best practices. Yeah. I, we get it. You're a grown-ass adult. You can check email. That's how you provide for your family. Yeah. Right? A lot of your work is done through email. Let's yeah. face it. A lot of majority of Americans' work is done through email. Yes. So they were understanding, but also saying, hey, you also signed up to be a parent. Yeah. What comes first? Right? Yeah. And do you, do, you, do you want your child to be on a phone 24-7? Most parents would I say don't. no. No. Yeah, most parents would say no. So, guys, kids are going to grow up wanting to be very similar to their parents. Like, I, it's just naturally kind of a curse because who's in their, who's in their life most, right? They're going to replicate a lot of your actions. And yeah, so monkey see, monkey do. Exactly. So if you are on your phone often, they're going to be on their phone often. If they're on their phone uh, screen often, they're going to be on so, the screen. I know you kind of uh, almost gave a little foreshadowing. And of course, if you have more data points, great. I don't want to steal the show from you. No, no. I got some actually now more antidotes and things like that. Okay. I want to kind of get into personal stuff. Well, what I'd like, okay, I, I'm loving that, and I think that's third beer material now. But I don't know if we actually ever went into our opinion. I've, I I agreed that I read what China did, uh-huh. but I don't know if we ever got into our opinion Ooh. on what China did. Let's almost let's almost do a Throwback Thursday and reference a couple of our earlier Throwback Tuesday, <laughs> whatever. Um, that's a real thing. Sure, I just made it. No, no, that's a real th- Throwback Thursday. Yeah, Throwback Thursday, but Throwback Tuesday is oh. Today's Tuesday. That is true. So anyways, um, what is your opinion? Because, you know, we kind of started this podcast. A couple of them really applied more appropriately as far as mm-hmm. you're king for a day. Yeah. So if you're king for a day. I know. We've kind of went through a couple episodes where we couldn't do opinions. Exactly. And yeah. that's kind of boring. Yeah. So my opinion on the China thing specifically. Yeah. 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 No. We are just just a set level set here. Level yeah. set expectations. We're not saying that either one of us, regardless of our opinion on what China did, condone the rest of Chinese government. This is purely an isolated practice, yeah. uh, law, rule, whatever you want to call if it. If we made this law in the middle of, say, Wyoming, like this, this is a law that we would put in practice somewhere else, right? As it's written, perhaps. Um, so they, they are specifically targeting video gaming. Yep. <sighs> I like it. You like it. I like it. And here's my thing. I thought about this and I'm going to pose this question because I think you don't like it. I don't like it either at face value, but I started, I went down a rabbit hole and I, and I just thought about this right now, Jared, would you condone parents hitting their child in an abusive manner? I'm assuming abusive manners anywhere other than the ass physically punching them Uh, like a son punching their daughter. Or sorry, a father punching their daughter or their son, just I, punching them, and as a punishment or, I or would slapping them. Condone that. That is correct. It's it's probably in a, in pat them. Yes, I'm okay. Yeah, exactly. Yep. But most physical abuse, I think Americans are kind of to the point where we don't really condone that. That's not our style. Exactly, it's not our style. It was, of course, our parents would say it was. Yeah. Um, and I have mixed feelings about that, but I think as America right now, I think probably around 90 percent saying, guys. I don't know if I could like hit my daughter. Like, like know, right? But, but son, we're smart asses. We need mm-hmm. kind of that little crack on the ass. Well, ice. there is, that's a, an alpha situation, right? It happens in wolves. And unfortunately, we are not far from monkeys, Crack you guys. down. We are not far. <laughs> uh, women are way more advanced than we are. We are, we are still oh, part yeah. of the ape 
grouping. Oh, yeah. But so still, guys, uh, what I'm trying to get to is aggressively being abusive towards no, a child. No, of course not. I wouldn't right? condone that. I wouldn't condone it. I think it's you know what we would consider child abuse to some extent. Agreed. Right? Okay. So we've just listed all these things about screen time. And this is where I started going down my little rabbit hole. Screen time apparently is going to create some pretty bad mental, out, uh, mental health outcomes. We, we said depression. We said anxiety. And we said all these things. So what's the you're difference? You're drawing it to physical abuse. Exactly. We all agree, I think, as Americans, that physical abuse is one thing. Emotional abuse is another. Mental abuse. Studies have shown it clearly messes with your cognitive abilities. It yes. clearly messes with your physical appearance because of clearly your your lack of ambition to go outside. Yes. So I'm wondering. Huh. This is such an... I know it's so weird. I hopefully thrown a little wrench in your little system over there. Oh, you there. did. You did. So if we huh. don't condone physically hitting a child, maybe one time. Let's just say you hit your child one time and that's it. Okay, that's bad. But what if I give them a phone for five years in a row every single day for seven hours a day and it contributes to them having anxiety for the next 30 years, depression for the next 50 years. They're having to take pills and go to a counselor. That might be actually worse. Would you agree what makes you productive in your current job is your type one of the many skills that you have, Cody? Would you agree that typing is one of those skills that makes you productive? I mean, like typing on a keyboard? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, of it's part of my job. I mean, yeah. It literally makes you productive. I mean, that's input output, right? Yeah. You take eight hours to send one email, you're probably not lasting too long. How in the hell do you expect the, the child to get that experience if? You take away the, the screen, the phone, et cetera, to understand the, the keyboard. So all the things that we talked about earlier was not the adding of words to a Word document, not adding words to an email. So I'm, sp I'm specifically oh, talking Oh, I thought it was screen time. I, I do agree. So we have to figure out this law. We have to write it appropriately. So is it screen time? Well, China specifically is video games. <laughs> okay, so it's a but this is America, so we're, yeah. we're better. So yeah. Well, we have got we to have my solution. I, I'll get to a solution. I'm just stating how I rationalize saying... And you haven't got to your opinion yet on this China law. But how I rationalize saying I think it makes sense in some aspects to limit screen time for children. And I just don't think parents, and I'll get to some actual real-life examples here, guys. And I get it's not data because, unfortunately, parents can make their own decisions. Yeah. But get some real-life examples where I just am like, I see it happening. I don't know if parents know that it's this detrimental to their health. Just like I don't. Oh, think, I think that the knowledge, the the real long term effects, adversarial relax, yes. reflex, yeah. And so the effects. Chinese government at this point said, "Guys, we think this is bad for our <clears throat> society." Guys, I don't agree with China. I don't think on anything. And so this is very odd for me to say I agree. I'm not even saying I agree every single word of the law. I'm just saying that limiting screen time for children is probably a good idea. How do they define a child? I don't know if I ever. Eighteen and under. Okay. So they do say eighteen and under. They say they are limiting their amount of game time, not screen time, the amount of time that they can spend using gaming systems specifically. So my opinion... What do you think about this? So my opinion, I, I hate to do this simply because this makes me roll my eyes and I wouldn't judge one of you if you did this. If I could ensure that the letter of the law is stopped right there, 
Okay, cool. I, I actually do agree. Now, granted, I'm not a video game guy. Yeah. Never have been, never will be. Yeah. It just doesn't... Doesn't, doesn't take dude, our fancy. Uh, honestly, you and I have been friends for 20 years. I bet you can count the amount of hours that we played on a gaming system on one hand in our yeah. 20 years. Yeah. I think we played a couple games of Madden. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. We never got that dopamine hit for sure. We're no. Like, eh. No, neither one of us were worth a shit at it, so we didn't like playing it. Yeah, exactly. Which is funny because there's some people that are worth some shit. No, that's what I was just about to say, man. I know. Is it not a profession? Is esports arguably not? I'm not going to say the way of the future, but can you not make a damn good living on Twitch TV? Mm-hmm. So you're stifling someone's earning potential here. Yeah, it's interesting because I. I this I, is a profession now. It is. So it is a profession if you're earning money doing it, right? It's not if you're just doing it for fun. That's the definition of profession, yeah. Yeah. Now, are there some professions that are detrimental to your health? Yeah. Okay. So I don't have an issue with that. Are there hobbies that people partake in? I, I mean, I would argue that all high-earning jobs are detrimental to your health. No, I agree. And I, yeah, like, just think of a football player. CRT. No, no, no. I'm just going to, like, the extreme of I, I, sports. I, no, no, no. Let, let's, let's not... Let's just say professions in general. Okay, yeah, like a, a, a doctor. I would a say lawyer. sales can be detrimental to your health at some times. Yeah, I think you'll go through some lulls. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you're going to have long term consequences of those jobs. Maybe you do. I was thinking of like a, a direct comparison. Like, okay. like let's say a, 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 an esports I, person. I, I simply just want to make it a little bit more tangible. Yeah. So I, I, get I was where you're thinking of somebody that's an esports person. They're probably earning pretty good wages to maybe some professional athlete level money. Yeah, certain sports, are, yeah. Right? So let's just say a, a middle-of-the-line <clears throat> football player, they could get some severe head injuries. Yep. And they have to live with those for the rest of their life. Yep. How is that any different than somebody playing games for their whole life, getting some severe mental depression and anxiety? It's very similar, probably. Uh, I would say it's apples to apples. I mean, this is exactly. literally you go in playing the eSport, playing the foot, playing the sport of football, but knowing what, the CTE, yes. knowing the detriment of your life. Yeah. Yeah. And I think those are choices that people can make after they're 18. Well, it's just risk tolerance. Well, I think it's just after 18 or after. See, I don't. Do, do, yeah. you, do you strap on a helmet? Because you played football before the age I of 18. Know. I know. And it's such an interesting. And I think that's, we should do that, actually. We, that, we'll write that one down. Because I think there's a lot of people right now freaking out yeah. about their children. There are a lot of professional athletes that are saying, yes. let's not get down the rabbit yeah. hole. We'll I'm, put it on the list. Okay. I am okay with children playing as many games as they want. <laughs> At two years old, three years old, five years old. Being well, on the phone. Well, that's what's hard, man. Because that's a way for them to... Dude, they're freaking TikTokers and Instagrammers that yeah. are 10 years old that are making more money than I will in my entire freaking life. Yeah, but they might live long, shorter lives. They might. They might. Yeah. But you know what? This is freaking America. This is yeah. capitalism. They found a way to monetize a platform, monetize a position, whatever the hell they did. Yeah. And they're doing it. So, so you want to stifle that. I know. I, think I mean, only, that, that's with your support. You're stifling their earning potential. I think you're only arguing this because you have that OnlyFans page that's making like what? Dude, my feet are nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I keep my toenails oh my primed. <laughs> Who knew men's feet had such a following? <laughs> <laughs> at J <Jay> Jones. <laughs> oh my gosh. How awesome would that Does be? Does OnlyFans use at like for their handles, I think? I'm sure I they do. I have no idea. I'm sure they do, right? They have to. Everyone knows like Facebook even. Like, this, this, yeah, at J Jones feet? At J Jones. Ooh, at J Jones feet. 
Dude, just just a couple. Let's just say you were making three thousand dollars a month Jones on your feet, feet. Six pack. I'd be posting a couple feet a day. Hell yeah, I would. Okay, so I so, see what you're so saying. So you're stifling someone's earning potential by being Cody Chinese Willis. So you're not a capitalism guy. There's clearly a market for it. People are perfecting their skills. It's not like they're forcing people to get paid. Okay, so you are all right with child abuse. I'm not okay with child abuse. Well, you see what I'm saying here. How, how has anyone ever gotten earned money from getting their ass beat? Really? I think most athletes and professionals right now had their ass beat as children. Yeah, but they have the potential to... It, it's, it's, it's good on good. You versus Lillian right now, I like your chances. I mean, I, don't, I think you're pretty soft, but I think you can beat a two-year-old. I know, right? but I'm That's saying... That's not fair. That's I, child abuse. I'm saying that most of the people right now that are probably in high-earning jobs... Yep. Their dad or their mom might have beat their ass younger, physically, uh-huh. physically. Uh-huh. And now they're in a job because they had a lot of discipline, perhaps. <clears throat> so I'm just, I'm just, again, guys, I'm would not you, trying would to you not say, these. Would you not say emotional abuse is, is pretty severe? I so, don't know. So we should arrest any man or woman that's ever raised their voice at anyone to include children. No. I mean, if we're going to go down this track, I'm not going to let you off free. I, I, I did think about this. I, I know. You, you try to throw a little jab. I'm not letting you. Oh, well, Jerry condones child abuse. That's our freaking hashtag. I wrote it right here now. literally. Does rain voice also concern? Did you really? I did. I mean, because yeah. if we really want to go down that slippery slope, yes, I, I get it from a literal stance. Yeah. And as our data and our research shows, yeah. I get where you're going. Yeah. But there's just some things that are just a slippery slope, and I can't, in good conscience, stifle some earning potential. Okay. Would you say those people are outliers? Yes. So, I don't usually legislate things based on outliers. Do you? I'd prefer not to, yeah. Okay. So, I am trying to help 99% of people. Okay. Right, not outliers, not the one percent of people that are going to become TikTok stars, not the one percent of people that are going to be esports, esports phenomenons, or whatever it is. So, so we want to make a law. We want to like make a law for the masses. I want to just make a law that affects everybody equally, and then there's still going to be outliers. Okay, cool. I'm okay with that. Okay. So with that, I just want to, you know, we kind of like to to the Build Back America plan. There's there's a multitude of laws in this, right? Uh, yes. I want mine to be It's 1,500 pages. I want to be very specific. No, 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 no. Cody, Chinese Cody, uh, Cody, Chinese Willis. I want to, I'm, I'm okay with this. So since we're making laws, laws for the masses, would you say it's, it's out of the ordinary to make over a hundred thousand dollars a year? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I can go outlier. Let's, let's go over 200. I would say if you make over $200,000 a year, you are an outlier. Is that fair to say? Yeah, you're probably part of the top 1%. Yeah, so let's just legislate, hey, 200,001, everything over one, you just have to give to the government. Because we are legislating for the masses here. I'm okay with it. I like where your head was at, Cody. I think that was really smart. And so because of that, we're just making it for the masses. Hey, a dollar over 200,000, the outliers, the world, you guys earn too damn much. Nope, not anymore. Yeah, but that, that now you're stifling innovation. Now you're oh. stifling. Um, oh, because no one's ever figured out how to play a video game differently. Maybe teach someone a little different. Or no, and I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to say that people shouldn't be able to play video games. I'm not trying to say that. Yeah. I am just saying that we now know, just like we found out, say smoking. You know what? I don't think four year olds should be smoking cigarettes. Do you agree? 
I would agree with that. Okay. So just because a parent decides to hand their four-year-old a cigarette that's lit and the kid thinks it's funny to smoke it, that should be illegal. We agree? Okay. okay. Yeah. Do we agree that's yes. illegal? Okay. Just like that scenario, I think that we now know, based on all the things that we agree on, we, we've like, hey, screen time? <sighs> okay. This is bad for cognitive development of how our society. Do, how do you enforce that though, Cody? Again, I'm not... I do want us to legislate it, I think, a little bit. Yeah, I so mean, it's great in theory, but how do you enforce it? Okay, we'll get, let's get, I want to go through an example here. I've already cut my third. I need answers. I know, I know. You're, We're talking strategy. I need tactics now, man. I'll give you the tactics. I'll give you, you know, I like this better, anyways. <laughs> oh, I do. So yeah, let's well get to aware. an example here because I think this is very relevant. Um, me, actually, me and my wife, we talked about this because it, it affected both of us actually quite a bit. And we really were like, how, how are we going to deal with these type of situations? Because we're brand new at this, guys. We are so new at this brand new parenting thing. We're going to get a lot of stuff wrong. And all I'm sure anybody here that's listening that has you know a kiddo or two or three or four, whatever, <clears throat> you're probably trying to figure this out too. Like this is, it's one of those weirdest things. Like I think I told you this. On our way home from the hospital with Lillian, we both looked at each other and said, they just gave us a baby. Like who they didn't give us a manual. They don't give you a, a, like anything we're riding home and we just have a child now in the back seat and we're going to get home. And we, what do you do to make sure like they live? Like it's such a weird thing. So everybody listening that has children probably are going to agree. Jared, you're trying to say something here. Yeah. You know, I actually, you know, to you and Anna's credit, I think you guys are great parents. I, I really love the attentiveness that you are to Lillian, the, the, the intentional approach be, be, behind her, her activities, her schooling, you know, yeah. her, her, Time or playtime, etc. I, I think it's fantastic. I truly do. Yeah. And she's been alive, you know, she's just under two years, right? Yeah. She's been alive for about 17,000 hours. Just is that math. what it is? Just did the math. Oh, okay. I was like, well, damn, dude. You recommended a book to me, let's call it 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. Outliers. Yep. Outliers. Malcolm Gladwell. Fantastic book. You guys haven't read it? Read it. 10,000 hours. Oh, 10,000, yeah. Yeah. 10,000 hours yeah. makes you a master of something, right? Yeah, but unfortunately, we haven't spent that much time with her yet because we sleep. And, right, you know, okay. Yeah, yeah. But what I, so it takes a long time. I mean, no, yeah. two years, assuming that you're spending 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Yeah. She's just under two years. Let's call it 17,000 hours. Yeah. Yeah. And that's to become a master of something. Because you kind of have to, as a parent, it's kind of weird. You're actually right. When Even when I'm sleeping, I still kind of have to be responsible for her. Kind of. But you agree. I mean, obviously, you need to spend 10,000 hours mastering something. Yeah. That's interesting. So you think we're a master at it now? I do. Hmm. I do. I don't uh, think we're a master at it yet. Well, so here's what take that with Malcolm. So yeah. we're going to have a variable next month. I think you restart at zero once you have two children. Oh, yeah, probably. You see what now I'm saying? you have to parent too. Exactly. So now I'm back at zero again. It's not like I master having one child. I master one child, but now two, it's like totally it's two different. Different because now you have to share attention. Now you have yeah. to share. Yeah, yeah. I got it. So sorry, go ahead. But now, because we have established and the market has established that you can earn a significant income. Playing video games. Yep. When do they get these 10,000 hours to become a master at it? Because in your little Chinese world, it's the course of 50 years now. Yeah. So how, how many hours do... Okay, so eSports, what are we, what's the second word? Sports? Yes. E-sports. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Second word is sports. Hyphen, yeah. Okay, yeah. So um, sports, how many hours do kids get to spend at sports on a given week? 
Ah, uh, shoot, man. Let, uh, let's just say a kid playing Pop Warner and then, you know, moving into that. Like, that's a young kid. I would say Pop Warner, I think, is what, like Tuesdays and Thursdays from six to eight. Exactly. So, so let's go four hours a week. Four hours a week. And then once it's game season, you're yep. probably doing one practice a week and one game a week. Yeah, probably. So you're still about four, maybe six hours a week. Yeah, let's go six. Yeah, I'm not okay. in. Yeah. Okay. Well, you got kids spending seven and a half hours a day. Yep. Okay. So. The- which would which would justify the reason why these kids are turning pro at like, you know, 15 as opposed to 21 in football. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. They're also maybe, we've seen suicide, unfortunately, go up dramatically. So I think the pressure on young children is just as is so crazy high. And I think that that's where my worry is. My worry is is that are are kids taking on the burden of learning or mastering skills that they really don't need to be mastering until a little bit more of a mature age. Right? They're mastering this dopamine hit. They're mastering the serotonin release. Yeah, man. I, I, I think we should say, hey, you can't master anything until you're 22. I agree with that, man. I like it. So you, me, you can't earn more than $200,000, and you cannot master anything before the age of 22. I like it, man. I'm Okay. Okay. You're, you're a good, so I have my example. Em, Emperor Willis. Continue. So me and, uh, me and Anna, we were... Uh, we talked about this, and I, I didn't actually give the example yet. So we went out with some friends, um, and we noticed that you know one of the couples that we were out with, they use their phones to essentially soothe their children. Sue? Soothe. Oh. Like, soothe. Okay, soothe. Okay. We were out with our kids. Got it. And they literally just handed, the kid was like. Yeah, I've seen it. Pointing at their phone. And they just handed their phone, like the, the mom literally just, boom, phone in front of the kid. Kid, shut up. Instantly. Okay. And I wrote this all down because I didn't want to, I was really trying to remember everything from detail here, but did that provoke you to do the same with Lillian? No, no. I, I literally was amazed because like I, I, I've seen it happen, but not like to that extreme. So then I was of course like, what is she doing on her phone? And I was like, is she watching a video? Is she playing a video game? Is she just going through Instagram? I, I, I don't know. She's two years old. Like, I don't know. Lillian's the same age. And I'm like, Lillian doesn't know how to use a phone. So I don't know what this girl's like. Am I Lillian not advanced? Is she lacking something because she can't do what that girl's doing? Because that girl looked like she was very, very inside the game. She's playing a game. She was actually playing like a, a phone game. To like pretty good proficiency. I don't know even what the game is because of course I have no idea about these games. But she's playing it with proficiency. Like she's getting the points. I'm watching the points add up. I was like, okay, well, I'm interested. What's going on here? <laughs> So, like I said here, uh, I, wrote, I wrote this down. It seemed to be expected from the child. So this is, more, this is not the first time. That's what I was trying to get to. Like, it was like the child like, received the phone, and like, as soon as it, they received it, boom. They knew exactly where to go. Okay, great. So it's very expected, meaning that it's been used multiple times. Okay, so hmm. <clears throat> once they had it, the child and the parent did not, either parent, did not engage for more than an hour. The child was invisible for an hour while we were having dinner. a long time to a two-year-old. Yes. The child didn't care either. A whole hour, that child sat in the presence of eight people, did not engage. And there was two other kids of her age, did not even know they existed. They had played the entire thing. They were crayons. They were stealing each other's shit, Right. Didn't even engage with them. Being kids. Exactly. And they were all next to each other. 
okay? <clears throat> so from a development standpoint, I'm looking at it, I'm thinking, okay, am I at fault or are they at fault? Because one person, I don't know who is at fault, to your point. I don't know who is at fault because you're right. That, that little girl could be an eSports star at 21, 15, yeah, yeah, yeah. 16. Or they could be going through some severe depression by age 12. Yeah. Which one would I want, want my kid? Do I want my kid to have a median income for the rest of her life, or do I want them to have a severe depression by age 12? Which one would I rather put my child through? Yeah. Just Let's just say the law of averages. Yep, I get it. Which one would be, where would I put my production? <clears throat> uh, let me make sure I covered every single yeah, little please. Funny thing was, is the kids... The two kids that were not, part- uh, not doing the phone thing, Lillian being one of them, they participated in the adult conversation. Like we literally were talking to them during that conversation. No one talked to the kid on the phone. So it made me think, just to your point earlier, that kids develop because of conversation with, and I was like, we, and Lillian, we involved her with the conversation because she wanted to be part of it. You could tell. The other kid, the little boy, wanted to be part of the conversation because, like, he's like, wow, everyone's laughing. Lillian's laughing. The other kid didn't make any facial expressions at all. And, and me and Anna got in the car, and we talked about it the entire way home. We were wondering if we were messing up or if we were correct. It's interesting. So now, now I give you that example. What do you think now? You know, it's so interesting, man. A little off topic here, but... It's almost like if everyone else is doing it and you're not, does it make it wrong? Yeah, I don't know. That's why we said we don't yeah, know if yeah, we're that, wrong that, or right. That, that's, that's kind of the bitch of it. No one knows. And I, I, the only thing that I was thinking when I was doing this research, based on what I can read, I think I'm, I, I, I'm not trying to create an esports star. Yeah, I get I'm it. trying to create somebody that's not depressed. So, so it's really interesting, man, because... I don't know about you, about your research, and just given that you have a child, maybe you research just that much harder. I could. Oh, I was worried about it. I figured. Yeah. I couldn't find a single credible source that was pro screen time for toddlers. I did find two. Oh, I couldn't find one. So PBS, which is interesting because all of their content is via digital media, right? TV, literally TV is their main source, right? Now with social media. Yeah. PBS has went on TED, TED Talks multiple times with VP of communications, PR representatives, and they've done Ted talks. I watched them. All the reasons why your kid should be on the screens more often. And their arguments hold some water, a little self-serving though. Let's be real. But then as soon as I started thinking about it, I'm like, well, okay, is PBS serving content other ways, maybe like in physical ways, books and things like that. And, I couldn't find it. I started doing like, I was like, okay, I feel like they might be using these people, especially based on their titles, specifically self-serving. They and have like, to be, yeah. And I was like, they're just trying to keep their model alive. Because if parents essentially said, no, you can't digest PBS content anymore. They're out of a job. Does PBS produce content for any adults? No, it's all kid stuff. Sesame Street and stuff, right? Mm. Okay, so go ahead. <clears throat> Sorry for cutting you off there. Buddy. No, 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 no. I, I appreciate the, uh, the extra research there. You know, man, that's a, that's a hard one. I, that scenario I gave you? Yeah. 
so obviously I'm, I'm speaking from a third party here. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Brittany yeah. and I, uh, we don't have kids yet. Um, I'm, I'm for yours and Anna's parenting style because I view, and I think this has kind of the been the theme. You know, whether it was our prescription drug issue, our obesity. I said issue. I meant episode. I'm sorry. People all too often are okay with taking an easy way out, right? Yeah. You know how freaking easy it is? So I, I babysitted, uh, you know, one of my buddy's kids five or six times now. Yeah. Do you know how easy it is, especially, let's say, I'm behind emails that day for one reason or another. Turn I can TV put off. on Blippi or Paw Patrol or all yeah. these little freaking shows. You know how easy it is? Just do that, and then that kid is in a trans for the next hour, however long that screen is on, and I can respond to all my emails. Or, how about this? I never, that's a lie, I never. I not often don't often get that kind of quality time one on one with them to where I can play magnetiles, I can color with them, I can do stickers and shit like that. Like, yeah, you kind of forget about all the fun things that you used to do as a kid, and I, I actually kind of get re excited. It's weird. Like, we, like just to give you an example, we just got a, a whole bristle. Bristle block collection, which I don't know if you remember these little blocks that kind of like look like like little like whiskers. Logs? No, they look like little whiskers, and they have a bunch of like maybe you've never had them as a kid. I say I was never real. I had them as a kid. Didn't even know they still made them. Right? Somebody gifted them to us for Christmas, and Anna's you know my wife, guys. She is so uh, so good with toys. Like she keeps them like hidden, and then she brings them out for like cycles in the house. And what it does is it creates excitement, I guess. Like, you know, Lillian's like, oh my God, this is the coolest toy. And all of a sudden it disappears, you know, a month later. And then it comes back out three months later. So the bristle blocks, I'm kind of upset that they disappeared, honestly. Because me and Lillian have did, so... Did Anna not share the hiding spot with you? <laughs> oh, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know when they come in and out. So I kind of upset because they just disappeared. I'm like, hey, where are those things? She's like, no, I put them in storage. She's always just like, I'm like, what the hell? I was like, Bring it back. Me and Lillian have so much fun with them because you can build like a little car with them, and they fall apart and stuff. Like they're just—they're not like uh, they're Legos. like they're like Legos, but like for small children. Like like you know the Mega Blocks. Yeah, they're better. They're better than Mega Blocks because Mega Blocks you can't really build anything with because yeah. they're just so big. They're better than Mega Blocks, but they're called Bristle Blocks. But to your point, you get kind of kind of re excited to, to play, and kind of lose that as an adult for a little bit until you have the time like you would just mentioned like hey you know what i get to play you know with this kiddo and we get to do something and luckily for you that you said you know what it's it's the time i have so why not make the most of it which is kind of cool yeah and and like i said man i just feel like all too often and maybe it's with our generation maybe it's more i don't know maybe it's younger maybe it's older but it's the easy way out it's very similar to the whole choose your heart you know, I think I don't. I think we went over it in our obesity episode. It's like, you know, being fit, being in shape is hard. hard. Being obese is hard. hard. Choose it. Which one do you want? Yeah. And I think it's like you know, raising a kid is hard. Raising it without electronics, hard. Raising it with our electronics, a little easier. Do you? Just it might really be better? easier now. But it's hard long term. Maybe. And I think right now that's just new information that parents are not understanding until I think it's starting to finally catch up. I think, you know, smartphones have only been really around, let's be honest, 10 years. 10 years. So guess what? Those kids that 15, were yeah. giving them, but most kids, like we grew up, smartphones came out, but let's be honest, we were never on. We use these things to strictly phone call each other and maybe send a text or two during, you know, high school. Do you remember what? I think it was our 
senior year, we downloaded Monopoly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, guys, we didn't have Facebook. We didn't have all the social media. Like, we didn't, I don't, I know it was existing, but I don't think we, like, used it. It wasn't like, I, I don't know, maybe it was just you and I. Oh, that's true. Maybe. I feel like MySpace has been a big deal in, like, early middle school. Oh, yeah, MySpace was, kind of. But, like, all we cared about was just, like, that top eight. Care about your topic and your song you, you had on your, your thing. background. Oh yeah, see, I got like I was like that was it. You touch it like once a weekend, and that was it. But <clears throat> as we close up, guys, um, I know we usually try to kind of end on a way to fix this thing, and so let's 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 do a quick minute each. Yep, you go. How to fix this? Jared's throwing me on the spot here. So I truly think there should be a little bit of rules around young kid use of of media. Um, I don't know the right legislation around it. I could probably think about it a little bit deeper if I wasn't a couple beers in, but based on what I wrote down here, guys, um, I want to think of this almost as child abuse a little bit. Yeah. I figured you're going down that track. Yeah. I, I think that the use of phones is not a physical child abuse, but an emotional or mental type of an abuse that that child will never be able to recover from. And I just, and I am, I really am starting to think, and my wife is even harder on this track, guys. Like, she is the one that's convinced me. Like, I would, I am not to, you know this, I am not about the whole mental and emotional mm -hmm. things. Like, I think those things are a lot of times overcomable. But she has convinced me that children are easily moldable. Oh, yeah. And... You know, physical abuse, emotional abuse, mental abuse can dramatically affect them future in their futures. So I'm thinking, oh my gosh, if all these things are true, if they are true, if if screen time truly does increase your dopamine and your serotonin levels to the point where you can't properly have happiness with other things that are not via your screen, of course that's going to lead to depression. Of course that's going to lead to anxiety. That is abuse to some extent. Mm -hmm. Like you're 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 setting up you're setting a kid up <clears throat> to not be happy and excited about things that they should be, unless it's on their phone. And I think that that should not be allowed. So there needs to be somewhat of rules around it. Um, the social media companies will lose money yep. for this because that's their main source of advertising. They you know they make money off all that stuff. Heck, screw them. They shouldn't be making that much money anyways. I'm good. I'm good with that. I know it's not it's anti-capitalist a little bit, but our civilization civilization ends if the children start being depressed. That's how I look at it. <clears throat> Fair take. Fair take. So is it safe to say you have two you have mutts in your house, correct? How, uh, dogs. Yes. Yes. I was like, damn, bro. I don't know if Lillian's a mutt, but I guess you could call her that based oh on our ethnicities, no, I guess. I don't know. I'm like, I guess <laughs> no, 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 the no, next I mean, one is I mean, too. I mean, animals. Yeah. Mutts, yeah, yeah. Right. Holly's a purebred. Okay. Okay, buddy. Oh, I'll tell Anna that. I don't know about that. Pure chihuahua. Pure chihuahua. Okay, so the two guys, just so you guys know, I got some pit bulls. They are, we've literally got their DNA tested. They are pit bull mixes. Yep. They're mutts. Mutts, but, you know, let's, let's face it, pit bulls kind of a... Whoa, derogatory term. Is that not child abuse, potentially? Have pit bulls not ever attacked a child? 
No. No, actually. You never have? If you actually look up pit bulls. Never have, huh? Good family dogs. Ah. Fantastic with children. They've never been known to be aggressive <clears throat> DNA. No. No, they're not used for fighting. This is a horrible argument. We just went through. Me and Lillian just read the entire encyclopedia about dogs. And I actually thought the same thing you did. Okay. Anna has espoused this for years. Okay. They're one of the best dogs with children. Guess what they're not good with? Other dogs. Okay. All right, fun. Okay. Sorry, that Screw argument. Screaming.com. Yeah. <laughs> you build your own furniture, right? <clears throat> yes, sir. You build with wood. Yes. Wood splinters. With, with, you know, she's two years old. Wood has splinters. Uh, wood has sharp corners. Mm-hmm. You know, she's obviously not that well balanced. She's surfing, I think, is kind of the, the term to use it whenever she's just learning to figure out her walk. Okay. Is that child abuse? Because you have sharp corners. Where does child abuse stop? Hell, we have hardwood floors. Yeah, so I make sure all my, my wood is not uh, from China. I build all my furniture uh, at the house so it's not covered in formaldehyde. I think probably our furniture is, to your point, probably better for children, actually. Oh, okay. So it's softer corners, not like sharp. Oh, no. Anna makes sure they're soft corners, yeah. Okay. Right. And uh, I love you're trying you're, to extend fo- this. But, but no, no, no. Where, the, where the fuck is child abuse start and stop, man? I know you have you have you have a tile flooring in your house, don't you? That's kind of bad for your feet, mm. is it not? Because you need that little bit of cushion. I don't know, actually. I think you do. There I, might, I think it's very difficult to stand on hardwood floors. We should do. We should actually do a conversation on Nike, ergonomics. Yeah, uh, Nike and shoes, because I think that less shoes are better. But but you know what I'm saying. I see. What you're saying. I am scared. I get where your head's at. I love yeah. where your heart's at, actually. Yeah. But because I don't know where I'm to start. I'm opening a door. I'm opening a door that shouldn't be open. An unnecessary door. Because yeah. the second, very similar, I can't remember which podcast it was, but we almost concluded, I think it was maybe in the, in the middle of it, toward the town of Tempe, outlawed smoking. In the back. Yeah. If inside. You have a yeah. Inside of a car of a, of a child. Mm-hmm. While I, as a parent and and hopefully a friend of a of a person that will watch my kid, drive my kid, whatever, I hope they wouldn't do that. But for the government to step in and tell someone how to raise their kid or be around the kids, that's where I get a little weary. Yeah. So while I get where your heart's at in principle, I am still apprehensive to tell the government because now we're going to start outlawing hardwood floors. Now we're going to you know make sure that the angles of furniture can't be less than they have to be you know more than ninety degrees to be a little bit softer. Where the hell does it stop? So you don't think uh, it should be illegal for a kid or for a parent to hand like a four-year-old a cigarette and, and have them smoke it? Clearly, I don't agree with that, but I'm also trying to use the same logic that I did because I, I don't like government intervention in child abuse. You know? so, so beating your child is fine as long as it's your neighbor. As long as you walk by their garage and you watch it happen as a, as a dad hits their daughter with a two-by-four, and they physically abuse their child, you're all right with it. No, I'm, I'm clearly not, but I also don't like the government in our house. I know. I, legislating. This, so how, the hell, how the hell do you manage? This is what... This is do, why. do you put a fucking stopwatch on your place? How do, you, how do you truly legislate? How do you truly in, um, enforce? No, I think parents, if they are informed of this, and they say, hey, guys, this is why we do not want it. I get it. A parent will give a kid their phone. Yep. This is already happening in China. But if a kid has their own device, there's a timer on it. I, I, I know that it's not a perfect situation, but I want to limit it as much as possible. Guess what? There are still deadbeat fathers out there that 
unfortunately are, are probably doing all of the horrible stuff to their daughters and sons yep. and their wives out oh, there, right? Because yep. they're, they're old people, right? Unfortunately. But it's illegal. That is illegal. We, we both agree it should not be legal. I am saying, we, does this not cross that line as well? Where it's like, hey, we know it's going to contribute to a worse future for that child and also a worse future for the civilization, for our, our family, our, 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 our country. And that's where, I, I, dude, I never like government overreach. I hate it. But what, we already allowed the government to say you're not allowed to beat your child. We already said that. Yeah. We already said that you're not allowed to hand your kid a cigarette at you know four years old. And why we did it is that we said that children deserve special privileges, special protection. And that's what I'm trying to say here is I think this falls underneath children privilege, children rights. You see, it's a little bit different than no, I, adult I, I, rights. I, I, I do get it, man. Okay. I just don't know how it's enforceable. It's hard. Now, if it's an education ploy... Yeah, I don't know. If I like that. Yeah, but as far as an enforceable piece of legislature, that's where I, I get it, man. And I'm not. I'm not. Clearly, I'm not for child abuse. I. I, I know that I breaks know. my heart. I'm, I I'm, I, and I get why you made the extremism because I did the same thing earlier on yeah, in the podcast. No, I get no. it because you don't want to make more than two hundred thousand dollars ever in a year. Later. But what I'm saying is it it scares me to introduce a piece of legislature that in light invites. Yeah. government into my home to check my child whenever they so please that scares me i know because so therefore i can't be on board with it so unfortunately uh my king for a day keep it the same guys let's make it an education play hey the same reason out all those horrible commercials that we all see about smoking i'm okay with the same thing about gaming i'm okay mm. with the same thing about screenplay yeah Man, screen so time i'm sorry so convenient though it is. Okay, guys, it is. we are at our limit here for time, guys. We are a little over an hour. Um, you can tell this. This we're back it's on. Touchy, yeah. We're back on the on the horse here with some good, juicy topics. Oh yeah. We did some educational ones around government and things like that, guys. Now we're getting opinions. Now we're getting back into our bread and butter. Uh, this is where we want to be, honestly, because honestly, the last couple are are a little boring as hell. A little boring. <laughs> no, uh, our heartbeat never raised no. over a hundred. No. I want to. We wanna never s- put someone on the hot seat. That's boring. I know. I want to see a little blood rush. I want to see squirm. S- I know. Yeah, the squirm. <laughs> Nothing like a Jared or Cody swerve. I'm like, okay, how am I going to answer this? What, what you guys aren't seeing is when we're flipping each other off and if we're making a point. <laughs> oh, I love it, guys. Hey, um, Jared, where do they follow us? Yeah, at Six Pack Discussions. Um, you know, guys, we haven't had a, a listener a listener buy-in in, in a couple weeks now. I think it wasn't since the capital punishment, guys. So um, please, if you're interested in something, if something's in the news, if we got something wrong, please let us know, and uh, we'll be more than happy to discuss it and debate it. Yeah, guys, this was a fun one. See y'all. Bye.